The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, heightened tensions. North Korea firing a record number of missiles overnight, coming closer to South Korea than ever before. The region on high alert this morning. We're live with the latest. Plus, sharing their stories. Two legends opening up on today. Harry Smith with NFL Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw about his cancer revelation. I may have 25, 30 years left, but I'm going to act like I got one. (laughs) And Maria Shriver visits with Linda Ronstadt to talk about her iconic career, her recent health battles, and writing her next chapter. Do you have a lot of regrets? A few. Not a lot. A few. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what they are. (laughs) And giddy up. We're sitting down with Cole Hauser ahead of the eagerly anticipated season five premiere of Yellowstone. What he's saying about the hugely popular show and his fan favorite character. But when I look down there, Beth, 10 years worries me. As we let it rip today, Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Watching in Lake Jackson, Texas. We love you. Celebrating Don's retirement. After more than 30 years of teaching. Cousins from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hello, St. Louis. From Chatham, Massachusetts. Here for Valerie's birthday. It's Ashley's first time in New York. From Berwick, Pennsylvania. It's our 47th wedding anniversary. From Cinnamons, New Jersey, skipping school because today is Ethan's 13th birthday. Happy birthday, Ethan. We got a teenager on the plaza. Good morning, everybody. Nice to have you along with us on a Wednesday morning, the 2nd of November. 2nd of November. I know. Midterms coming up. We've got the news here at 8 o'clock. And let's start overseas. It's been a night of soaring tensions on the Korean peninsula as the North launched more than 20 missiles overnight, a record number for one day. And one came so close to a South Korean island, people there had to take shelter. NBC's Janice Mackey-Ferrer joins us with the very latest there. Janice, good morning. Savannah, good morning. A historic and dangerous escalation in the region overnight. North Korea firing at least 23 missiles that went east and west, one of them landing close to South Korea's territorial waters for the first time since the country split. That triggered air raid sirens and retaliation. South Korea sending up fighter jets, firing three air-to-surface missiles, and saying that those missiles also landed near that maritime border. Now, even in a record year for North Korean weapons testing, the pace today has been relentless. North Korea fired artillery too, about 100 rounds off the East Coast. Now, the timing of all of this is no coincidence. The U.S. and South Korea are holding joint military drills right now with thousands of military personnel and more than 200 aircraft. North Korea had warned the two countries to call them off and threatened they would, quote, pay the most horrible price in history if they didn't. 
So the concern now is what's next and the probable nuclear test by Kim Jong-un. Satellite images and intelligence agencies suggest that all of the preparations have been made and that Kim could carry out that nuclear test any day now. Savannah. All right, Janice Mackey-Fair. Thank you, Janice. Let's move now to the sentencing trial for the gunman who killed 17 students and staff at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School nearly five years ago. The jury sparing the young gunman's life and Instead, handing down a recommendation of life in prison without the possibility of parole. NBC Sam Brock has reaction, powerful reaction from the victims' families. Hey, Sam, good morning. Hoda, good morning. That sentence is going to be handed down here in just a few hours after an incredibly emotional day of testimony. If this trial, Hoda, had happened six years ago, it would have resulted in a verdict of capital punishment. But Florida changed its laws in 2017. And families here are furious. You are pure evil. Anger and anguish inside this Florida courtroom. I hope your ever-breathing moment here on Earth is miserable. Family members and survivors of the Parkland School shooting were able to do something they couldn't during victim impact statements months earlier. Tell the Parkland murderer, as they call him, what was on their minds. When you die, it is my fondest hope that they take your ashes and thrown in the garbage dump. You don't know me, but you tried to kill me. Years of heartbreak and horror described in a few hours. With virtually everyone there to speak, still shocked the jury failed to agree on a death penalty verdict. If this, the worst mass shooting to go to trial, does not deserve the death penalty, what does? In the state of Florida, a jury needs to vote unanimously for the death penalty. Only nine of 12 jurors here chose that option. For Tony Montalto and his now only child, Anthony. He shouldn't live while my sister rots in the grave. I hope the jurors that allowed him to live regret the decision. The loss of 14-year-old Gina, too much to bear. Knowing that you have been waiting years to confront this person, what was your message? My message was that uh, he should have been uh, punished to the maximum extent of the law, that the, the jury failed us, and that the system failed us. We After jurors visited the blood-stained hallways of the school where the shooters spent months planning a Valentine's Day massacre, they had to weigh the aggravating factors of a heinous act with mitigating circumstances like the supposed lack of access the shooter had to mental health care. It is such a disservice to people that are struggling with mental illness to use that as a mitigator for what he did. Now, not all parents who favored the death penalty here spoke in court yesterday. Fred Gutenberg, father of Jamie Gutenberg, tweeting out his reasoning. He wrote, quote, it simply won't change the reality or the way I feel. It won't make me feel better. The reality is that I will visit Jamie at the cemetery and the monster's fate will not change. It has already been decided. The shooter in this case appeared to stand there, barely moving, not even reacting throughout hours of this testimony. Hold it back to you. It's so painful to see those parents and what they're going through. All right, Sam Brock for us there in Fort Lauderdale. Sam, thank you. Uh, this morning, we are remembering food writer Julie Powell, whose personal kitchen journey really inspired the hit movie Julia and Julie. Julie and Julia, during a 2009 appearance here on Today, Powell she told Lester Holt that she started her food blog when she was turning 30, working as a temp and had a had a career panic attack. So she spent a year 
cooking and writing about more than 500 recipes from a classic Julia Child cookbook. That block took off. It became a book. And then it became this, a movie starring Meryl Streep and Amy Adams. Powell died last week from sudden cardiac arrest. She was just 49 years old. Oh, my gosh. Sudden and so young. All right. Should we move on? Should we do a little boost? Yes. Okay, I got you. So a little boy in South Korea. You know what he did? What? He picked a fluffy dandelion in the park. And he was so excited, he ran to show his mom. What he didn't realize was while he was running, the breeze was blowing all the puffiness off of it. Pita! Pita! He looked confused, uh, a little disappointed, but, you know, he's only two. Anyway, plenty more dandelions. He probably planted about 20 dandelions, too. So, uh, I like that. I feel like he just throws it down. He's like, yeah. like no, no. Stupid flower. That's the universal language yeah. right there. Yeah. Like, what? It just happened there. Coming up, guys, she is one of music's biggest stars, but have fans been saying Adele's name wrong all this time? What Adili is now saying about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Not sure if that's right either. <laughs> uh, but we do know his name, Harry Smith. And Harry's here. And Harry's got a can't miss conversation yeah. with a beloved football icon, Terry Bradshaw. Imagine getting two cancer diagnoses in one year. Terry Bradshaw has a lot to say about it. Stay tuned. All right, Harry, can't wait for that. Excited for that interview. One of your favorites, you said. We'll look wow. forward to it right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back. Terry Bradshaw is an icon of the NFL. Uh, for one generation, legend on the field. For another generation, a legend in the broadcasting. And just a few weeks ago, he revealed live on air that within the last year, he was diagnosed with two forms of cancer. Well, Harry Smith traveled to his Oklahoma ranch to talk mm. with him, his wife Tammy, about his health and his healing process. And Harry, you said this is one of your favorite conversations you've had. Walk in the door, and here's a guy in a very situ- serious situation, yeah. right? And he's got energy to yeah. burn. And <laughs> how you doing, Harry? <laughs> and that's how we start. It starts with this. Terry Bradshaw, breathless, during a routine segment on Fox Sports NFL football show. And then you get done and you're on Howie like this. I couldn't breathe. You're right. That's when everybody noticed what's wrong with him. You know, social media went get rid of him. He needs to be off the air. Mm-hmm. He's an embarrassment. And I'm like, embarrassment? What? He got cancer. He didn't know that. But the audience had no idea. The following week, Bradshaw came clean. And a lot of people are asking, what's wrong with me? 
The four-time Super Bowl winner and NFL Hall of Famer diagnosed with two different cancers in less than a year. Folks, I may not look like my old self, but I feel like my old self. The first, bladder cancer. I wasn't scared. Really? No. I, you know what, Harry? I don't know why. I never was scared. I mean, you're Terry Bradshaw. You're bigger than life. Well, cancer didn't <laughs> so. I don't think cancer cares. Listen, cancer shows no favoritism. I honestly, Harry, said, okay, so what do we do? As a man of faith, as a Christian, my attitude was, well, if I go, I'm okay. If I stay, I'm okay. Cancer number one detected early. Treatment successful. So you get the clean bill of health. Right. You're cruising along in your life. Right. And it comes knocking on your door again. Again. I had nerve pain in my neck and my shoulder. Right. Which is, I have injured my neck before, so this is not uncommon. You did play quarterback. I did. National Football League. An MRI was ordered. You got a tumor. On this side, they checked here, but they saw it over here, the tumor. And I went, what? Now, this bothered me. Diagnosis, a rare skin cancer, Merkel cell, much more serious. I'm just looking at your face. That one got your attention. It did. It did. Do you think in its own way, that incident where you're leaning on how it was yeah. almost like a blessing in disguise? Because it made you talk about it. Yeah, it did. How do you talk about it? How do you talk about your problems when everybody else has got the same problems? Or worse. So I didn't talk about it because I didn't want pity. I think the perception around America with all the, the millions of people is, oh, look at him. Bless his heart. He has cancer. Well, my husband died of cancer. or My kids are. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that. It took me a long time before I told my family. But Bradshaw did not battle cancer alone. His wife, Tammy, is his rock. The doctor calls me to tell me what it is. And then I'm shook because I was a radiation therapist for 10 years. So I knew where this could go. I knew what the outcomes could be. And it did scare me the second time with that diagnosis. And I never said this to him, but inside I carried a lot more worry and stress than what I let him know, I think. In real life, though, mm-hmm. were there tears? Not in front of him, no. I can't put into words how thankful I am for her. Seriously. I can't imagine not holding her hand when we take off on a plane or when we snuggle up when we're in bed together or when she's sitting over there with our sick puppy. And I look at her and she doesn't know I'm looking at her and I'm, I'm so thankful. Now I'm getting emotional. The Bradshaws are in the midst of downsizing in a big way. They run one of the most impressive quarter horse operations anywhere and recently sold more than a hundred head. We're going to go to Europe, going to go to Paris, going to go to wherever we want to go. I'm going to get all this in because I feel like I don't want to put this off anymore. Mm. I may have 25, 30 years left, but I'm going to act like I got one. Really amazing time with that guy. What's what's the next step? Well, you know, for now, he's going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. (laughs) That's That would have been this fall. Remember this? He throws the ball. He's thrown the ball. He's running around all over the place. What happens? It bounces off of one guy. Who picks it up? 
I'm sorry, like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Franco Harris wow. goes in for the touchdown and the win. Wow. The immaculate reception 50 years ago. This year. <laughs> Where does he get his, like, his positivity yeah. from? His I think a lot of it is his faith, his to be yeah. perfectly honest. Yeah. But his whole thing is, I don't want pity. Yeah. The other thing they talked about was, because his wife has the experience in the medical yeah. field, yeah. she says, you need to go to Yale to get this. Go to MD Anderson to yeah. get this. They're thankful that they have the access sure. yeah. to this very high level of care. Because mm. not everybody's got it. Wow, that was amazing. Yeah. That was a good conversation. Thank you, yeah. Harry. Thank we'll you. Do it with you. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> All right, Al, over to you. One of the best two days I've ever spent was in Berlin with Terry Bradshaw <laughs> on a reality show on NBC. <laughs> Just the, the, the Al, was, only you. I mean, that's, that's amazing. His joy of living. It was it was Terry Bradshaw, it was Henry Winkler, William Shatner, oh and George God. Foreman. Oh, uh, yeah. What's yeah. The and the you? Show? Uh, I think you, uh, you're never too young or, or something like that. We yeah. gotta pull that. That sounds cool. Oh it, but Terry Bradshaw was such a hoot. Gosh, I love it. Love him. So glad he's doing okay. We're doing okay in the eastern two-thirds of the country. Plenty of sunshine from New England down into the Gulf Coast. Record warmth in the plains. Big system bringing snow and wind out to the Pacific Northwest and the Intermountain region, parts of the northern Rockies later on. That's your latest weather. Best time of the morning. On, oh, I doubt that, but let's get to it. We're going to start with Adele this morning. The beloved singer has fans saying, go easy on me. Apparently, <laughs> we've all been saying Adele's name wrong. That's right. At a recent Q&A fan event, the Grammy winner revealing the correct way oh. to pronounce her name. Take a look. Hi Adele, I'm Annie and I'm from London. She said my name perfectly. Yeah. He came and asked me how I say Adele. my name and I was like Adele. How was she mine? was like, hi Adele. Did I do it? Adele? 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 I don't know. Adele. Adele. I don't know. Why didn't she say anything before now, I wonder? Probably because we're just saying I can't it. tell the there, difference. No She's difference. like, it's Adele, it's, just it's an Adele. Accent. Yeah. It's, a, Adele. it's an accent. I say Adele, not Adele. It's her Adele. English accent that I think it makes Adele. 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 I'm not sure. Adele. She joins a long list of pronounced stars' names. Like, it's Lindsay Lohan, not Lohan. Okay. okay. I know that okay. one. Do you know this one? Uh, Irish actress Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse right. Ronan. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe the most surprising is this guy in 2012 in an interview with Conan O'Brien. That's Jake Gyllenhaal revealing right. how his Swedish last name is supposed to be said, Yilin Hu Yelhe. No, let's get out of here. What are we doing here? Adele. Oh. Adele. Adele. We just went down a Next, rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was worth it. Bridget Jones' <laughs> Diary, fourth film in the works for the hit rom-com movies in an interview on the Radio Times View from my Sofa podcast. Author and screenwriter Helen Fielding revealing that she's working on bringing another one of her Bridget Jones books to the big screen. The next movie will be based on the 2013 novel Bridget Jones, Mad About the Boy. No word yet on if that beloved cast is going to return for a fourth time, but who else could play? Nobody else. No one. Right? It has to be Renee her. It's got to yeah, be it's her. It's Zell Weger. Let's just stop while we're ahead. Next up, A Christmas Story. Yes. Christmas. The first trailer is finally out for the holiday sequel. Nearly four decades in the making. In the long-awaited follow-up, Peter Billingsley is back Billingsley. as Little Ralph. <laughs> this time, Little Ralphie's all grown up and determined to make an unforgettable Christmas for his own kids. Plus, he's joined by quite a few familiar faces from the original. Christmas Story, Christmas starts Trumpuses! on HBO Max November 17th. Now it's time for weather with Ale Roker. Thank you. Ale? You bet. Actually, Peter Billingsley is going to be on our show. Don't you have another oh, really? One? Yeah, going to be oh, on the third hour. Okay, let's Wait, do the Jimmy Fallon I'm item quickly. Yesterday, I mentioned Jimmy's got a Christmas song with Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, it's called Almost Too Early for Christmas. Here's the story. It's almost too early to start playing that song because last night Jimmy said on his show that TikTok removed the preview clip what? from their platform. Why? Last night I put it on TikTok with the song and say it's out on Friday and, it, and uh, TikTok took it down. It's illegal. What? Because because it's not out yet. They said yeah because it's not out. They said they couldn't get the rights. <laughs> to, so now I'm in a lawsuit with myself. Oh, but you're suing yourself. I'm there suing you myself, and uh, I'm not returning my phone call. Really? Uh, it was so funny when it's like I'm gonna let myself sweat a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can find that uh, on Friday. Uh, the song streaming, streaming. official streaming. And look, not a look, moment who's lurking over your shoulder there. Oh. Look, oh my God! Who's looking over your shoulder, guys? Yellowstone fans, wow. it's right. happening. Good to see you, man. All right, very good. Cole Hauser, aka so Rip Wheeler. I'm dying. Hi, Rip. I mean Cole Hauser. <laughs> a lot to talk The second 2022. Will you check out this beautiful crowd? I mean, what is happening? Oh, it's and guess who else is making this place a little more beautiful? Who? Jenna Bush Hager. Hey, is here. She's got her big November book club reveal, and you're gonna do that in just a minute. Yes, I am. I've got title. Hi. Oh, look, I, I just snuck up on you. Yeah. Guys, also Maria Shriver's with us. She's yes. with Grammy winner Linda Ronstadt at the dinner table. Oh. The first lady of rock celebrating her Mexican roots and sharing her favorite Ooh. recipes. And a new memoir, A Tucson Girl. Do you not I love might. Linda Ronstadt? Love her. I love Linda Ronstadt, and I love Maria Shriver. Yes, you Plus, do. we are helping you clean out that makeup bag. So the question is, how long can <laughs> mascara last in your bag? Six months. We're going to help years. you restock. We've what got the heck is that thing? That's, uh, it's a wand. That? What is that? Nope. I don't Nobody know. knows. Oh, the biggest mascara wand I've ever seen. <laughs> It looks like it's, it's got a, it's a power wand. It looks okay. like the thing in Men in Black that makes your yeah. mind. Yeah, either that or it's, you can you can whip up the lattes with it. Is there it. a QR code for that? <laughs> I need one. Uh, then one of my favorites this year, you just saw him, Yellowstone's character, Rip Wheeler. Everybody talks about Rip. We're going to sit down with the star, Cole Hauser, ahead of the Ooh. big season five premiere of Yellowstone. Great to have Cole here. You were ahead of this curve before anyone else. You turned us all on I love, Yellowstone. Uh, during COVID, he's raved about house. it. It was yeah. nice to see uh, yeah. nature. That's what it shows a love letter to <laughs> yeah, Montana. Exactly. So look who else, by the way, is on the plaza, guys. Comedy legend George Lopez. Yeah, all right. Yes. And he's with his daughter. He's with his daughter and now co-star Mayan. And they're going to join us coming up on the third hour. They're going to talk about all, all about their brand new show here on NBC, Lopez and Lopez. And that facial hair game is strong. Strong. Wow. That is impressive. That's almost like Wizard of Oz strong. I like that. All right. Uh, let's show you what we got going on as far as your weather's concerned. Looking ahead toward the weekend. Uh, we got on Friday, beautiful weather in the eastern third of the country. But severe weather stretching from the Great Lakes all the way down to Texas. As we move into Saturday, those strong storms move into the Ohio River Valley. Wet weather and rainy and windy in the Pacific Northwest. Feeling like September in the east. And then Sunday, Sunday, we're looking at sunshine in New England. A nice day in the Central Plains. Mountain snows out west with rain down into northern and central California. And that is your latest weather. All right, what time is it, Ho? Oh, it is time for our big reveal. We wait for this every month. This is our Read with Jenna pick. What you got? Okay, y'all, I'm so excited to reveal November selection. Are y'all ready? Will you yes. count down okay. with me? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Reveal! Joyster by Katie Hayes. 
this, okay, this is a debut mystery where we meet Anne. She's a researcher headed to New York City for the summer. She is assigned to work at the Fame Museum, the Cloisters. Oh, Have y'all oh, ever been there? Love the Cloisters. Okay, it is goth. It's cool, right? It's oh very my cool. Gosh, yeah. Gothic, all of these kind of scary hallways. There she meets a colleague named Rachel and a cast of characters including the very alluring Leo, who, let me just say, I was into. Okay, (laughs) nothing is as it seems, though, in a list of secrets from past and present and searches for answers to make sense of this hidden history and her very confusing reality when there is a murder at the cloisters. All characters are put to the test. It is set in the world of tarot reading, and this is a fan for, this is a mystery for fans of the talented Mr. Ripley and the secret history. It is so good. It's about female ambition, class, and what's permissible. Mm. Twists and turns. Y'all, I didn't guess the ending. I guess oh, every wow. ending. What? It That's is what you so do. good. This is the perfect fall mystery. I can't oh, wait I to read it. How does it end? I'm not sure. <laughs> you can't no, no, no. She doesn't know. I'll give you the cliff notes <laughs> later. Yeah. I'll give you the cliff notes wait, wait, later. This you. is one you would really like. Will you read it? I'll read the cliff notes for okay. sure. Yes. Right. But wait, there's more. There's more? JBH has another big announcement about the so first big. ever. What? Read with Jenna Book club event? What is it? Y'all, I can't wait for this. We are calling this conversation right, and this cocktails. Actually, Carson. Carson. There. I'm there. I'm Carson, all, will you bartend I'm for us? Up. Yes, absolutely. Okay, this month's author, Katie Hayes, is going to join That's to fun. discuss her book. We're going to hold discussion sections with readers. We're going to make a cocktail theme just for the story. And the best Ooh. part is, y'all, it's virtual. Oh, cool. Anybody can oh, cool. attend. That okay. means I expect to see all of yeah. y'all there. Right. We're there. <laughs> we want to be there to the IRL. Okay, right. you can. Let's let folks know some more information on how to purchase uh, tickets, which include the book while supplies last. You can just scan our QR code or head to today.com slash read with Jenna. I love it. The Cloisters. Sounds the Cloisters. Good. Coming it. up next, 11-time Grammy winner Linda Ronstadt sharing a special conversation and a meal with our Maria Shriver on the food. Uh-huh. and heritage that shaped her life and career. And Maria's uh, got that story. But first, this is today on NBC. Hi, oh, y'all. I hope you love it. I hope you love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Rip we are back. Rip I know. Wa- yes. Maria is totally sweating that Rip is in the building. Do you love him? I do love him. Okay. Oh well, we're going to have an interview okay. with Cole Hazard now, from the Yellowstone. <laughs> okay. Oh, Okay, now we have a revealing interview. Music legend Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, Yeah. also known as the first lady of rock, her powerful voice, and dozens of hits have entertained fans for five decades. Well, now now Linda Ronstadt has a new memoir out, and our friend Maria Shriver shared Mm -hmm. what looks like a very personal Mm -hmm. conversation and a meal with her, too. That's Mm -hmm. right. She's incredible. But it's fair to say that she is a music icon. She sold more than 100 million albums and won 11 Grammys. But for more than a decade, she has also battled a neurological disease that has restricted her ability to sing. I recently sat down with Ronstadt at her home in San Francisco to talk about her new book, where she goes deep into her family and her upbringing and how that has shaped her herself as an artist and as a woman. And few singers are better than Linda Ronstadt. Known as the First Lady of Rock, she sold more than 100 million albums, her powerful and sultry voice mesmerizing fans worldwide. In her five decades of making music, she's conquered nearly every style, from pop, country, and Broadway to foreign language. Her first Spanish-speaking album, one of the best-selling of its kind ever. The hardest thing to write about. Now at age 76, Ronstadt is celebrating her Mexican heritage in a new memoir called 
Feels Like Home, a song for the Sonoran Borderlands, a reference to the region along Arizona's southern border where she grew up, her grandparents' Mexican immigrants. Her home filled with the traditions, cuisine, and music of Mexico. I loved singing with my family. We didn't have to talk politics that way. <laughs> so we wouldn't talk, we'd sing. This In her new book, Linda also this, includes this recipes of her favorite I Mexican foods from childhood. I got a taste at her home. This is a cowboy lunch. This is a cowboy lunch. <laughs> but today, even holding a spoon can be a challenge. Linda has a neurological condition called progressive supernuclear palsy, similar to Parkinson's disease. It impacts her movements, cognition, and her ability to sing. You said you miss singing every day? I can sing in my brain. You sing in your brain? It's not quite the same. What is that like when you sing in your brain? What do you just hear the melody? Sometimes I, I choose a song and sometimes my brain chooses a song. My brain chooses the worst music, blares away in my head, like um, really bad Christmas carols. Linda has always carved her own path in her career and in her personal life. Despite romances with former California Governor Jerry Brown and filmmaker George Lucas, she never got married, instead adopting two children on her own. You didn't ever think of yourself as the marrying kind. Why not? Not cut out for marriage. Why? I think there's such a thing as adult onset narcissism. Uh-uh. I think a lot of us were guilty of that. Through her book, Linda wants to give back and honor the Mexican culture that shaped her as an artist. She remembers a record executive in the 90s trying to dissuade her from recording a Spanish-speaking album. Oh, yeah, he said, please don't do this. It'll destroy your career, what's left of your career. And I, I just couldn't hear him. And what did that make you feel like? Did that give you a sense of shame? It made me feel like we're being marginalized and that Mexicans are invisible in this culture. They're invisible. They're expected to be in the kitchen washing dishes or cooking for you or cleaning your house. But they don't seem to have another context. As we wrapped our time together, Linda talked about getting older and the wisdom it provides. You said you don't get to your age without regrets. Do you have a lot of regrets? A few. Not a lot. A few. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Linda says that when she was a teenager, her mom said, you don't have to get married, that you have lots of other options, which I thought was really progressive of the mother at that time. She said her mother also said, don't learn to type. Because oh. if you learn to type, you'll be stuck typing for the rest oh. of your life. Uh, so, what did you come away with? That was so beautiful. Well, she's so wise and yeah. she's so thoughtful. She said, you know, I'm thinking about my regrets. I'm thinking about end of life issues. Wow. I'm thinking about, you know, what does it all mean? Yeah. And uh, I want to continue to use my voice. And now I'm using it through this book in other ways. Wow. But wow. I thought about radical surrenderings, you know, having the gift that you've been given taken away from mm-hmm. you yeah. and not being able to do anything but accept that or surrender to that is such a spiritual yeah. act. And with humor t- still, too. Yeah. Yeah. She still had that signature. Many people forget yeah. how much of a powerhouse she was yeah. in music. She yeah. was the first female artist to ever have four consecutive records, albums, go to a platinum status. Which and is, how hard that was. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, she's such an incredible voice. I've been listening to her music nonstop since yeah. the conversation, yeah. and it's it takes you back, yeah. and it's so beautiful. She is. I beautiful. mean, it's just there's no voice like it. She's just so yeah. distinct. Oh, thank you, yeah. Maria. Yeah. Great so conversation. Yeah. All right, nice come, to see you. come. Nice to we see love you. our Maria. Coming up next, how does clearer skin and fewer germs sound? Uh, We're gonna help you refresh your makeup. Not as good as Rip. Oh, yeah. Well, well that'll be <laughs> back to that. All right, we'll talk about refreshing all of your makeup stuff. But first, this is Rip today might have a germ or two. Come to think of it. <laughs> She's okay with that. Rip Wheeler might have a Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We're back with today's bestsellers. If it's been a while since you've thrown out your old, crusted makeup, this one's for you. Shop All Day contributor McCohen Lovu is here, and she's going to talk about when we should be replacing, what we should know. Scan the QR code, and you can see all of her pics. Okay, I'm one of those people <laughs> who me. has just stuff in there from uh-huh. forever. But let's start with mascara. Yeah. How long does it last? It can be tempting to hold on yeah. to mascara, especially if you love it. But yeah. you should really be switching out your mascara every three months. Three I know. Months? And there's so many affordable options. By the way, this is a shop today favorite. I love this because you can wear it for everyday wear, even for like a glamorous occasion. But the brand says that it gives you those long and elongated Ooh, lashes. Like so those. this is really, really okay. good. Yeah. All Let's right. move on to a mini. So because you're switching it out every three months, I like this one. Oh, this that's is, smart. Get right? a little one and toss it. Get a little it. one. And yeah. then you can also take to go. But this is a nice brand. This gives you that like luxury product mm-hmm. but at an affordable price. So you can kind of test it out. I also love this one. You can use it on your actual lashes or if you have falsies as well. Brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, how long should you keep a concealer in the bag? Okay, this may be a concealed bag. I uh, know. Uh, no, but you should actually toss out your concealer every single year. Now, this oh, every one has, year. yeah, every oh, yeah. year. This one has 100,000 ratings, and people love it. The brand says that it'll give you up to 12 hours of moisturizing wear, which we love, right? Yeah, we do. But if you've got dark circles, if you've got puffiness, this will help to cover that up. So here's a tip that I do, what? and I love what Hoda is doing right now. I actually pick up two of these, and I'll tell you why. Oh. I use one to conceal, right? Yeah. I yeah. those dark circles, especially one? if I don't get sleep. Yeah. But I also use a lighter color, which is a shade up for my complexion to highlight. Oh, so you yeah, got two. you got okay, two. Let's talk sponges and brushes. Uh. Those things live forever, <laughs> I okay, understand. So your sponges are great. I love this. We have this uh, five-pack mm-hmm. here, which is really well-priced. You should be tossing these every month. Every and month. And these you can use wet or dry. Now, okay. brushes. These, we have 14 brushes that you can get for less than $10. Oh. This is how frequently you should be washing your brushes. You should wash them every week, but you should wash them also after every 
use. But this allows you to use a bunch of different things. You can use a bunch of different products, powder, liquid, and this is a nice set. And you can split them up with friends as well. By the way, this is brilliant, but how to huh. wash them. This looks like a good Okay, guy. let's get into it. Show All right, so this is, that is great. What this is for? this okay. brush cleaner is okay. absolutely sensational. Okay. I've already put a little bit of product yeah. in here. That's my highlighter. So what I'm going to do is turn it turn on. It this on. is a brush cleaner. And so you stick the brush stick in the, the brush thing. in there. Okay, so we got a little soap <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, we have yeah. a little water. You put it in there. This allows you to hit clean the, the brush. Hit the button. There we go. And you see that dirt Start coming off your pink. brush. Yeah. So you should be cleaning these once a week, again, after every usage. And then you take it out. You lay it to dry. And then if you want it to dry, yeah, it you turn clean. it on again. Oh, yeah. sorry. That's a little okay. there. No, I like it. Yeah. That's good. So you turn it on and it dries in the air. It comes with the collars. It comes with everything. By the way, so you can brilliant. just adjust it. All right. Let's move on to this. So, Hoda, I just moved into a new home, and I'm really particular about my countertops. I like that this protects my countertops. So like you, this helps to corral all your makeup. Ah. So it helps to protect, right? So you can use it here, and then it has this raised lid, so nothing rolls off. And then when you're done using it, it's you like kidding? a bag, and you can take it with you to go. By the way, that's How brilliant that? and brilliant for travel too. And can too. I tell you, speaking of hygiene, that one you can throw in the washing machine. Perfect. Okay, okay let's talk about one. this. Now, yeah. if you want to clean this, you clean this with a wet cloth. But can we talk about how beautiful it is? Have the upstanding good. design. Love it. You can put your cosmetics on here. It's absolutely great. I love it. Yeah. By the way, you, talk to me. You're amazing. <laughs> As always, we love when you come to see us. Oh, to get more on these pics, scan the QR code or head to today.com slash shop. And by the way, this segment solely features products available on Amazon, which has an affiliate relationship with today. All right, guys, Savannah. Over okay, to you. guys, we're here with everyone's favorite ranch hand, Cole Hauser, a.k.a. Rip Wheeler on Yale, uh, Yellowstone. Did Maria Shriver come and stalk you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She had a family member play you for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I was Rip Wheeler for Halloween. We have all this to get to in our chat. I yeah. can't wait. We're, we're excited to, to have you here, and we're going to chat about the new season, too. But first, this is Today on NBC. Well, it's not often mm. that a show enters its fifth season and you feel like the series is just better than ever, but that is the case with Yellowstone. Yeah, it follows the Dutton family on their Montana ranch, and the drama's getting a lot more intense as Kevin Costner's John Dutton does become governor of the state, something Rip Wheeler, played by our next guest, Cole Hauser, isn't sure is a good idea. Good morning to you, Cole. Um, first of all, the we have a lot of people come to this studio. Yeah, yeah. The buzz that is going through this place for you, Cole, and Yellowstone, and your character, Rip Wheeler, I mean, are you are you getting used to this now, or is it still kind of overwhelming? It's still a bit overwhelming. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I'm stuck in Montana in the middle of nowhere for six months out of the year, and then they let me out of the cage and <laughs> come to New York, and it's it's been pretty wild. I mean, Halloween, I saw a bunch of rips running around. It was kind of <laughs> That's funny. crazy. Yeah. It feels like the show, when it first started, like a lot of people... We're into it. Um, but then it like the word of mouth for, I guess, maybe the coast, you know, California, yeah. New York, it really picked yeah. up steam. Like I watched it during COVID. And when you're cramped, cramped up inside the yeah. love letter to nature that the show is, you think yeah. that had an impact on the viewership? I think all of it. Yeah. I mean, listen, we started as a very grassroots show, as you guys know. I mean, it. I think the first two seasons, you know, and, and it slowly just kind of built out to the yeah. edges of the country. And uh, I mean, now it's I mean, to be walking down the streets in New York and think that there's fans here is pretty spectacular. Well, you know, you've been a working actor for a long time. Yeah. You have family in the business, yeah. but it's one of those overnight successes that took years and years and years. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you realize when you took this role, like, this is it? This is going to be my big break? No, I mean, I, I just knew with Taylor Sheridan's writing and my style of acting and, you know, the, the, the premise of the show and the cast around me that there was a chance that Rip would be, uh, you know, a special character with a ton of different colors, and he's become that. It seems like you went in, in the beginning, you were going to read for one of the Dutton Sons parts, mm -hmm. one of the three parts. That they was initially, a, yeah. That was true in the initial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Rip in the pilot has very few scenes. What did you see in Rip Wheeler that you wanted to do it? 
I mean, there's a darkness to him that I love, you know, but there's also this kind of, you know, real passion and love that he has for Beth. And I thought that's a really good juxtaposition as an actor to be able to play that. And again, it's about colors. And I think Taylor, over time, has given me the ability to continue to play him and show the sensitive side of Rip. So there's there's levels to him, which I I love. It is funny that uh, all the women think he's such a heartthrob. Mm. And he's, you know, he's slightly Kill. homicidal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. <laughs> but he's a real sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the prep that you that you guys do, like the boot camp before the season yeah. starts. It's gotten easier and easier, I'll tell you. But the first year was was pretty uh, pretty down and dirty. I mean, we, we spent seven days, you know, on rocks and the Utah mountains. And the Ream brothers kind of ran us around. And, and it was a good, you know, it was a good kind of breaking the ice of getting to know Wes, Luke, you know, Denim, Ian, yeah. Jeff White. They had you all, you, know, you and all, all the, the other hands, ran- hands out yeah. there, like yeah. sleeping out under the stars and yeah. doing the cowboy thing. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, it's what I love. I think, uh, you know, Denim and a few other guys were like, where's the bed? Right. <laughs> what a way to go to work. Yeah. How does uh, Rip like <clears throat> being married? Uh, he's, he sleeps now in John Dutton's house. I know, does he weird. like waking up in the house, not in the bunk room? I think it's uncomfortable. For him, you no, know, very uncomfortable. I mean, he he would be better served in a barn, you know. But uh, obviously, we're married, and there's a lot of wonderful stuff that Taylor's written for us um, this year. And I'm excited for the audience to see the kind of progression in the journey of these two characters. We want you to be happy, but I don't know if Beth can ever be happy. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's his poker face. <laughs> yeah. He, Rip, Rip seems like he's uh, not sure now that uh, Kevin Costner's character, the patriarch of the family, is governor. You think like he can control the future of Montana, but Rip, for some reason, has some questions. What is Rip worried about as the Duttons control the, the cards here? I think it's not so much worried as that there's a lot more pressure on him to, you know, take responsibility as a foreman of the ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so John is giving him those reins, so to speak, to, yeah. to show that he's got the merit to do it. Oh, so, it's a great show, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you guys. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.